Welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Sandipataratna. Grab your favorite drink, get a snack, and we'll get started. Today, because I am loving black tea with some kind of fruit in it, I am drinking an orange spice tea. Oot. It's really yummy. And much to my chagrin, I have a handy snack. Now, if you've never heard of a handy snack, I'm very sorry. Now they have like handy snacks with a breadstick and like then you dip it in cheese. But when I was a kid, they had the crackers with the red stick and you took the red stick and you put the cheese on the crackers. Did you know they got rid of the red stick? I'm telling you, I am not very happy about it. Um, (laughs) But I have my handy snack crackers because I kind of wanted that red stick, but you know, for all I know, it's been gone for years and years. And you're like, Jenny, it's been gone for like 12 years. It maybe has, but I'm still upset about it today. Anyway, <laughs> let's get real. So I am walking through the Bible this year, um, bobbing and weaving, as we've kind of, I've talked about before, trying to figure out what works for me while I'm reading the Old Testament. And about to head into the New Testament. Okay, I'm not about to head into the New Testament. I'm still in Kings. So I've got some ways to go. But I feel like, hey, I'm making some progress, right? But I'm listening to Elijah and Elisha and all the miracles that happen in their lifetime. You know, um, Mount Carmel, where God comes, the fire comes down and consumes all of the water and the altar. And the, I mean, there's so many miracles of the bread be the flour being um, multiplied and the oil being multiplied and the young son being conceived and then the young son dying and then him being raised from the dead. Like there are so many amazing miracles in those few chapters in Kings or second Kings. I'm not sure which one. But I loved, I was re, I was walking because I'm trying to get my steps in because I'm so competitive. It's kind of getting ridiculous. Anyway, I'm walking and all of a sudden I like physically stop in my tracks because I hear the story one more time about the axe and that they're out chopping down a tree. I don't really know what they're doing, but they're chopping and the axe head falls off and falls into the river. And the guy goes, oh no, it was borrowed. And he goes, oh, where did it land? And he takes a stick, he throws a stick where it landed, and the axe floats to the top. And then they move on with a bunch of other things that are happening. Like it is a very quick couple sentences in the Bible. But I stopped. And I was like, okay, this means something to me. Not because I am an axe thrower. I've always wanted to go to those places that you throw axes at the big targets. Um, I've never done it. (laughs) Maybe just because I feel like I'd be really out of place. I don't know. I'm why I'm fearful to do that. But it's something that I've I actually signed up for an axe throwing class once and it was canceled because of COVID. So I was like, okay, I guess I'm not doing that. (laughs) But it was something that I've kind of always wanted to do. But I'm not going to start chopping down trees. Let's not get out of control here. Like I'm not picking up an axe. But what I love about this story is an axe head is not something, maybe it was more valuable back then than it is now, obviously it was more valuable back then. But it was that only person that really cared about it was the guy that borrowed it. No one else was like, oh no, this is horrible. We need a miracle. (laughs) 
There was no other voices going, oh, no, alert, alert. You know, there's so many times in the Bible where you're reading and everybody's like, this man needs to be healed or wow, this is so amazing. It is one guy going, oh, no, it's borrowed and probably borrowed from someone that he was indebted to. And oh, my goodness, like I could just imagine the panic that this poor man had. And only he had. And I felt like God was saying to me that day as I was listening to it, that I so often belittle my axe head moments. I so often go, no one else cares about this. No one else is like, oh, we really care about Jenny's finances or we care about, you know, whatever I'm worried about. And God was like, but Jenny, I do. I will throw uh, and a piece of wood out and I will float it to the top and fix this for you if you call out to me and ask. And I was really kind of blown away because we so often, I don't know if I'm the only person and I know I've talked about this before, but we can get so consumed by the big problems that the little ones, we just kind of feel like I'm going to fix this one. Don't worry about it, God. I'm just going to leave you out of this. And, and we never say that. Like, I've never physically said that until those words just came out of my mouth. Um, oh, Lord, I'll just fix it. Don't worry. I don't want to bother you with this. But it is my attitude. It's just an axe head. Like, I'll have to figure it out. Maybe I'll have to work a little bit longer to pay it off. You know, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. It's just my finances. It's not that big of a deal. Um, we're finishing up our miracles um, fundraiser that we're trying to raise money for overseas. And that's like a big deal. Like, of course, I'm bringing that to God. But am I bringing my small needs before him, which I'm not even going to mention to you? Am I bringing those before him going, Lord, but we need a miracle here too, not just in this big area that I've shared with everybody else, but in the small area. And I think that that reminder for me was really important for a couple reasons. Number one, I need to remember to ask for the small things, right? Like I need to be like, God cares about these small details. He cares about the axe head that was thrown in and he will make it float to the top if I ask. Like he, this guy didn't need to yell out, oh no, my axe head, it was borrowed. The only reason he got help is because he yelled. Otherwise, if he would have just let it go and tried to wade in and find it himself, although I'm kind of guessing that wasn't possible, Otherwise, that's probably what he would have done. Anyway, if he tried to fix it himself and not yelled out, it wouldn't have been fixed, right? So that point of like, I need to sometimes just yell out, hey, I need help here. Help! And the second thing is, is I've been really kind of convicted because I don't do this often enough. And I'm really hesitant to even say anything, but I do not ask others for prayer, I do not ask others for help. It is not something that I do very well. I am not great at running up to the altar for prayer time. Like that is something I'm not great at. In fact, I feel like every time I walk up to the altar, it's like, oh no, what's going on with Jenny? She's never up here. It must be bad. <laughs> and I know that's probably not the truth, but it's what I think. And so I'm not great at asking when I need prayer. I'm not great at saying, hey, man of God, any way you can help me with my axe head that just fell in? Because 
I think you have the connections to be able to fix that. I'm not great at that. And that's really what I felt like God was saying, hey, Jenny, not only can you ask me, but you can ask others to pray too. And so I'm coming on today in a very selfish way. And this makes me super uncomfortable. In fact, I am started kind of sweating a little. <laughs> I need a few people to come beside me in the next couple months and just be someone that says, I will pray for you. I've got some things coming up. Um, I've got a big speaking engagement that I'm super excited about, but I've got some things that I feel God wants me to talk about that I need some prayer behind because I don't want to do it without God's help. I don't want to stand up and speak things that are not of the Lord. I really want his voice to be spoken and his words to be spoken. And I want him to move, not me. Right. That's really my prayer there. And I have a big surgery coming up. Not a big surgery. I'm just having my thyroid removed. I guess it's not a big surgery, um, but I'm having my thyroid removed. And I have never actually come out and said, hey, you guys, I need prayer. And so I'm asking because of the acts and I'm saying, hey, it's borrowed, guys. I need a few people just to come beside me and pray with me. Um, for those two things. Now, there are so many other things in my life that obviously we can all use prayer for. But as we're moving forward this week, and I've just made this small request from you, and I only need one or two people, like I'm not looking for all of you. So do not feel like bad if this is not you. But the real question is, is what should you be doing to be asking for prayer for yourself. Do you need to be asking the Lord to help you with that axe head? Or do you need to be asking someone in your life to be praying for you for something specific? Or do you need to be the person that's praying? Like we really need to be more intentional when it comes to prayer and praying with other people. And so I'm going to really like, challenge you and I'm challenging myself because I pray for a lot of people when God brings them to my mind. In fact, I know I'm constantly exhausted because God keeps waking me up in the middle of the night and saying, hey, you remember this lady? You need to pray for her. And I'm like, Lord, does no one have problems at 3 p.m. instead of 3 a.m.? Like, <laughs> Lord, please. Um, but I guess I'm just available at that time. So I feel like Prayer is something that's really important, and I never ask for it. So I'm going to challenge you to ask someone for prayer in your life this week, whether it's a text message or a phone call or someone at the altar on Sunday. If you're walking through something and you're feeling like you're alone, you're not because God's walking with you. Bring someone with you on that prayer journey. Tell someone else about it and say, hey, I really need some prayer. Is there any way you would just stand beside me? I really don't feel comfortable telling you all the details because I'm not telling you to go out and be like, okay, here's how much money's in my my bank account right now. Here's how much I have that I need to pay out. Like you don't need to do that. You can just say, hey, I really need God to work a miracle in my finances. You do not need to give them the details. That is not. And if they need the details, maybe you can find someone else. <laughs> it's okay. But this week, let's ask for our axe heads. Let's put that before the Lord and say, Lord, it may be a small thing, but I need you to step in and I need sometimes to have someone else stand in that gap for me because sometimes you're just not able to do it just yourself. 
And bringing someone else with you in prayer is so important. Well, you can find me at Real Life with Jenny on, Christ, on ChristConnection.cc, on Instagram, and on Facebook. Wow, we did that in a different order today, but who cares? There's where we are. I pray that this week would be full of people that will come beside you and pray and encourage you and give you strength through that, knowing that you're not there doing this alone. Um, it is so encouraging when someone sends a text and says, hey, I'm praying for you and you're loved, not only by me, but by the Lord, because he woke me up at three in the morning. <laughs> so send those text messages. Ask the Lord to step in in all your situations, not just the big ones. And also ask someone to step beside you and say, hey, would you pray with me? I've got a couple months here that I really need some prayer. I've got a situation that I really need God to move in. And let's get together and do this as a community because that's what God meant for us to be doing. God meant for us to walk on our Christian walk together, not just alone. Have a great day.